Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? We fucked up, y'all. We were a minute and a half into speaking and realized that we didn't hit record on the uh, camera portion of this. But we'll do the speed versions. Uh, 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 Cleveland. Uh, stinks, stinks. Uh, hate it. Uh, 12 degrees, ice cold, freezing, negative 47 degrees. Inside, the responses have been cold. I don't know what it is about this fucking city. There is a misery that hovers over this city. It is airborne. The people are nice before and after the show, but during a performance, something happens <laughs> where they lock up on you. Do they say that this is one of the, har- the hardest rooms to do in the country? <sighs> Cleveland, Memphis, and Mississippi. Oh, boy. I might have to give Cleveland a year off. Just take a break. I'm not mad at Cleveland the same way you are, but because the people are nice. Yeah, but God damn it. I'd rather you be less nice and get into the fucking show. Dude, have you ever did the Apollo? Yeah, I did the Apollo when I was 17. Is this is this as hard as the Apollo or not as hard? No, because this is harder because the Apollo, they boo you. They just get you off. I would rather you get rid of me than you make me stay chained to a fucking bench or chained in the basement having to deal with this torture. Ah, uh, but they lo- they're loving you at the show. Eight sold out shows. We added normally we do six, we added two. Listen. Oh man, I I, I just I, I don't, you know. <laughs> I I just this this city is I I, I don't I, and if to any people that are from the land or Clevelanders, I'm not trying to make you feel, I'm not trying to shit on your city, but cheer the fuck up. Why are y'all so tight and angry? I will say this because I don't want to sound like I'm just trying to be the other side of what you're saying. There is a heaviness in the air, though. There's a heaviness yes, in the air. Yes, it's a misery. It's a, it's a fucking airborne misery. It's like everybody has a backpack with like 20-pound weights on it. Jesus! So, uh, Just a bit outside. <laughs> That's what I love about Cleveland, that movie, Major League, uh, one of the best, funniest sports movies ever. 
the sequel I didn't like as much because Wesley wasn't in it. Yeah. They replaced him with Omar Epps. But Wesley, Tom Bergeron, um, of course, Charlie Sheen. Wow, dang. I think I love you. Doom, 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 doom. Love it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. There's nothing to say, here. man. There's nothing to say. Just the, man- the, the, the staff is good. The manager is... Hey, you guys need anything? <laughs> Frank, the manager... Frank is every- on anything. Man. I don't know if that's an act or if that's just who he really is. I think it's who he is. But next time, when he comes in today and goes, uh, Harry's, Andy, do you need anything? I think you should ask for some pussy and see what he, what he does. Hey, okay. <laughs> Give me a sec. Um... All right, no more time to waste. Drum roll. For all of you, I want to say thank you. For all of you niggas that wrote in to the podcast and said, yo, Aries, you are sleeping on Snowfall. You've got to watch Snowfall. To all the people that saw my post as I was constantly posting, as I was going from season to season, who said, yo, we can't wait to hear y'all talk about it on the podcast. Yo, this fucking show is amazing. Oh, before we get into this, let me say this too. Because I remember when we did the podcast with Neri in Florida and someone wrote in and said, um, Cobra Kai, you guys are going to love it. And, and Neri went, yo, that's my show. I watched it. <laughs> See, Dude, I I I I watched the whole first season and felt nothing. Dude, it's all about the you have to have that Cobra Kai experience as a kid to really get into I it. I did have it. And Karate then, Kid was my era. And then they revert they flipped it on this one. I I like this one. And it's more, you know, there's more storylines. There's, you know, his daughter, his son, uh I Johnny cared nothing about nobody. You don't like what they did with Johnny, Johnny the carrot the the the, 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 the bad the, the bad kid in it? In the original? No? In the original, yes. But no, but then in this where he's like he's you know, he has issues. He's driving that same car from uh when he left uh high That's school. That's a lot of motherfuckers in high school. But it, it it's done well. I mean I, I thought it was I thought it was great. And at the very beginning they they bring the daughter in by hitting his car by the the Land Rover is it Land Rover yeah hitting the car. And every every little bit about that beginning, I mean it it just it builds to getting you back to you the know, karate kid. You know a show is good when and Cobra Kai is only thirty minutes. Not even. It's twenty twenty something minutes. Um when it goes by quick. Like Sex in the City, again, one of my favorite shows. It's only a half an hour. But each fucking episode goes by so fast because it's so good. Cobra Kai went by fast, but not like I, it, it did not leave me wanting more. Snowfall's an hour. Dude, I was looking at the clock like, yo, this, is, this episode's ending in five minutes. Please, no. Snowfall is potato chips, nigga. You cannot just watch or eat one. You finish the bag, motherfucker. This show. And after watching the first season of Snowfall, I went, I can't go back to Cobra Kai. No, I can't. I, it's completely different. Yes. And Cobra Kai, the one thing on the knock that I have on it, just, just to say this, because I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I watched all the way up into where it is now. Uh, and the new season's supposed to be coming out. But anyway... Uh, 
it, it it's very uh, soap opera esque at the end of every episode where it's ju- yeah where it's just about ready like they're gonna they're gonna see each other for who they are and everything's gonna get better and then that one moment that one thing happens and then they leave it there at that at that end and it's like oh no again and then right. you go back and it's another I, I can see that if that was your complaint then I would agree with you but it's 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 just kitschy man it's 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 your eighties it's where they are now I tried. All right. I, I, All right. But Snowfall. That is the shit, man. I, I want to tell everybody that who you you said you thanked them for putting Yes, them. motherfucker. I'm, I'm angry that you didn't hit us up enough. Yes. <laughs> because I gotta admit, I missed. I missed big. Mm. I mean from the very from ten seconds of that of that fucking of snowfall, I was in. Let me tell you something. I wrote in my notes, first note, drugs, nudity. Dick sucking, violence, and an a-, a straw in the ass. You got me. You got me. I'm I'm watching this shit going. How the fuck is this on television? Uh, FX it, is not HBO. It's FX Hulu. I think it might only be available on F- on Hulu. Isn't but it? what they're showing that I'm watching on FX, I'm watching it on Hulu. Yeah, I'm streaming. Yeah, me too. They're not showing that same shit on TV. Straw in the ass. Uh, when he put the when the dude put the I, I letter know. on the locker, fuck you, Terry, and and motherfucking all that, that. That's I think it might only be on Hulu. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I would love to know that. Uh, but all all the nudity that they do since there was a little. It seemed like there was a little bit of nudity in that first scene, but that first scene was that so was. good. I didn't even notice if it was nudity or just the, the scene itself said yes, there's nudity in it. Right. I didn't go back and look at it to go, oh yeah, there's an, actually a nipple. Right. I mean, it just said there's fucking. But, nudity. but even when they showed the one girl walking towards the senator who's getting a blowjob, you you see her in yeah. front of him at blowjob dick sucking level. Yeah, but you. How can you, you show that? You can show that as long as you don't show genitals. They're they're, they're afraid of genitals. Ass you, cheeks ain't genitals. No, ass cheeks are fine. And a straw in the ass. Now that 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 was it, it was funny. That's this is the funniest part to me, because uh, we don't we try not to talk about the show before, right, before and we, we kind of we kind of brushed over this because I went, dude, the straw in the ass, and you pe- pepped up. And I and went to explain it, and I, I stopped. I said, no, man, I have to do this on the podcast, because people have to see your face if they watch the uh, video, uh, right. the, the raw and uncut version of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, the straw in the ass is you put that, the, the, the Coke in the straw, and he wanted her to blow it in his ass. You have some of the most amount of blood cells in your ass. And so that's why you hear about these things where people are taking tampons and filling them with uh, alcohol. Vodka, and then they shove that up their ass and get some really fucked up, and then that's that's their night. They're super fucked up, but it can also, now just saying this, that also can kill you because it goes directly into your bloodstream. It doesn't go through your digestive system at all. It just you absorb it. So it's a quicker way to get high and more fucked up. So when and you, stronger. Yeah. So when you blow that cocaine in in into your. <laughs> Your, into your asshole. Now, I've never done this, by the way, but I know what the, the, the makeup is. I, I'm going to tell you though something about I will get to it. But if you blow that in, it's going to absorb directly to the, uh, the, the, blood cell, the blood cells in there. It's going to go into your system. That's why the dude OD'd. That's why he OD'd. Because it was too much. It was too much, and it, it happened. Now, in the 80s, when I, was, uh, when I was in my peak of doing cocaine and enjoying my fucking life, uh, at the clubs and fucking, I I I, I put some. I, a lot of times when you did coke, you you do a line and then you would you you do that thing where you brush it. Yeah, you, your yeah, you rub it. You rub what's on. Now there. what's that do? 
that also, this is a quicker way, like it goes into your system faster oh, too, and, and it numbs it out. So you do that. Well, I, I did, I did a, a, a line off, off the girl, uh, but I had it on her leg and I did it. And then I just rubbed that on her pussy. Uh, yeah. And, and cause I was going down on her and, uh, this is a lot for the podcast, but I'm just saying, this is a lot for me. Yeah. So you're going to, I'm, I'm looking at you with that wife who's looked at her husband and found out this nigga has a secret life as no. a serial killer. No. I thought I knew you nigga. No. So you, you did, you did that. And you know, it was, but what, what would it do is it would numb up, it would numb up her uh, clit, clit so she couldn't feel anything. So she, well, then we'll she got, no, I, I didn't, I wouldn't do it after that, but I didn't know at the right. time oh, I just okay, did okay, it. Okay. And that's the reason why I understand what uh, more so what's going on in that scene is because when you did, when I did that, I understood like what chemical chemically would she, she would, it, it would fuck her up. She would get more high, but I was also numbing it because it's, it's an, an, it's an anesthetic and they actually say this later on in it. That that's what cocaine was. It was an anesthetic. The dentist used to use cocaine all the time. Mm. In what sense? Uh, for anesthetic to, to numb. numb. Yeah, you could go in there and they'd put it on your. You, if you had a bad tooth or something, you could use it before uh, the, the the what is it called? Uh, here I go with names again. It's the uh, whoever handles all the drugs and the food, whatever food the, drug administration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that that one. That was only. I think that came out in like 1919. It wasn't. It wasn't before. So when you used to go to the dentist you, or, or to the drugstore, you could buy cocaine legally. Like just buy it. I need. I have a toothache. I'm buying some cocaine. And it'd be what like a. No, they would just give you whatever. Wow. So that's what you know. Ironically enough, um, yesterday life was on with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, and it was that scene where they're both super old now, closer to death. And they're playing, I guess, cards or something with two younger dudes. And the one dude uh, is, you know, doing coke. And he asked Eddie, you want to bump G? And Eddie was like, no, you know how they get that in here, don't you? Do the ass. I'll be goddamn, I got to smell some shit to get high. I, that to me is the same rule. Whether you sniff anything booty, anus, I'm not putting nothing in. I'm not snorting something that comes out. Like the booty shit, the asshole, the booty should be off limits for fun. Um, unless you in the anal fucking. And even that, I'm not into that because I don't want shredded doo-doo cheese on my dick. So who's your, what's the, the chick that you think is the hottest chick? Yes, I would. You okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did that ask. Yes. First time, yes. After that, and I've hit it, then no, I'm done. But like, I look at that like when I, skydive for the first and only time i'll do it once i'm not flirting with death like that i'll do it once and by the grace of god i survive i could say i did it and i'm done <laughs> incidentally i can't wait till we get to the emails because somebody wrote me a great fucking funny twist type email that involves you and Gemma. so i can't wait till we get to that so to the listeners make sure y'all listen thursday um Fuck, what was my other point I wanted to get to? Um, fuck, 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 fuck. I, I lost it for a second talking about the Coke. Um, shit, it'll come back to me. But, okay, so going back to that very first scene, yes. and what I was talking about some of the other uh, series that I've been watching and right. saying how they, you know, it's art. They deserve to, to draw. Right. This one, they didn't wait. They just served it up to you. I mean, that happened. What we're talking about, if you haven't seen Snowfall, that happens in the first 10 seconds of the uh, yeah. And, yeah. and from that moment, if you're not hooked... And, and, and I've always said that. That's why I said about Game of Thrones. Don't tell me, yo, 
wait till season two or, you know, the first eight episodes. Now, if you don't get me in the first one, then I'm not, how much more I'm, I'm supposed to invest in this? Because I remember as soon as that first one ended, I was like, oh, I got to watch another one. And I watched, I, call, well, I talked to you and I was like, dude, I, I, we weren't going to do all three seasons right now. But I, I told Aries on the phone, I was like, dude, I, I got to confess, man. I watched the whole thing. I couldn't stop watching it. Dude, I'm telling you, it was potato chips, nigga. By the time season three ended, I was upset <laughs> season four was not on. But, and I know it starts this week, but I'm not going to do that to myself. I'm going to wait the two and a half months. For the whole season of play. Oh, I'm not. And I'm going to potato chip, nigga. No. I can't. I can't. Listen, I tried to do that with power. I did do that with power. Before the final season, the season before that, I would watch week to week. And when they would end it, I would go, no! Because I was dying for the next one. And I had to wait a week. And then they show you the preview of what's coming that week. And it's juicy and you want it. I said, dude, I would just rather suffer for two and a half months only to be in pleasure for a whole time. No, because I'm going to watch. If, if I did it that way, I'm going to watch it in two days. Okay. But no, I'm going to watch it as it comes out. I, I, I can't wait to see that next episode. Well, we can't talk about it. No, I know we won't. Because I got I to gotta wait till I see the whole thing. Um, I'll just drop hints all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and what I love is how they have, and obviously you knew that the three stories were going to intertwine. Yeah. But how they had like... The Mexican wrestler story, Gustavo, Gustavo, whatever his name is, Gustavo, yeah, Pedro. Stone. They had the, the CIA agent, and then they had Franklin. It felt like totally different worlds, because every time they cut to Franklin's world, it's in South Central in the ghetto. Yeah. When they cut to Gustav, the, you felt the Mexican vibe. When they, when they had the white dude, you felt his world and his CIA world. And, and, and the fact that you're watching this going, how, how does all this connect? You know it's going to. Yeah. But each fucking story had its own thing that was juicy. And getting back to like that first 10 seconds that we saw, that we right. talk about the, the movie that hooks you in, that beginning of the series keeps popping back up throughout the series, too, because mm -hmm. of the they, they weave that in. And, right. and, you know, if you haven't seen this, these are all spoilers because we're going to talk about the whole, the whole thing. Uh, that's when they bring in the girl, the, the, the sister of one of the – the women that disappeared. Yes. And that becomes oh. its whole other thing. Oh. So, I, and I don't want to give it away because I know right, you want to do this to in it. order. We'll get to but it. I'm just saying, that's how well it's done. Yes. That everything, every detail gets brought back to the, to, they don't leave anything out. I don't, I don't watch one story or one port part and they cut to the next one and go, oh, I'm bored. Each one is it? Was, was fucking great. Now I remember what my note was when we let me go back to the Coke for a minute. I, I, uh, read and heard somewhere that detectives say that you know in movies when they show people dab into the coke when a drug dealer gets it and they a sample it like putting it in their mouth like you did with the finger that's complete bullshit the cops would really do that because it could be poison yeah it could be so i'm going in the movies i mean it's the movie so we always know suspension of disbelief but that's one of those movie myths where they always show the drug dealer taste the coke, and it's like, or the cop taste the coke. They don't do that. It's not real. They're, they're going to say they don't do that because legally they can't. Oh, they do. You really think they do that? Yeah, they do that because if the other guy's doing it, it's not poisoned. So, and if they have to look like they're not undercover, they're going to do it. But wouldn't that also run the risk of them getting addicted? 
That's when they talk about some of these people that go undercover for too long. And become that. Yeah, they get lost in it. Okay. Because I, I'm really, I'm, I, I, I'll stick to this. And I say that the difference between uh, the anything in life, the good guy right. and the bad guy, and this is where, let, let me tie Cobra Kai into this, the good guy and the bad right. guy and then flipping it. In that same world, the, the, the good guy, the cop, the DEA agent, the CIA agent, mm. they're really going back and forth between good guys and bad guys. And that's really the truth of it. I mean, it is, it is, I, there's a very thin line that separates those two. All right. Well, speaking of which, in the beginning, and I still, even all the way up to season three, and maybe you could set me straight on this, was slightly confused. The CIA guy. What is his exact role here? Because based on that uh, crack documentary we watched and talked about mm -hmm. on Netflix, they talked again, and they alluded to this in the show, about the 80s, the Contra, the guns, funding a war, bringing the coke in. Is this C... I think his name is Terry. Is it Terry? I think I have them all written down on this. But yeah, well, the, the CIA... Teddy, Teddy, Teddy. Teddy, the CIA guy. Yeah, Teddy. Is he doing the right thing or, or is he, you just said it, bad guy, good guy, thin line. Is he really trying to do his job and take down the bad guys or is he becoming part of this knowing he, he he's not supposed to be? Because the relationship he's having with Franklin, especially at the end of that third season, which I fucking love how they ended it with him with the cane and the music and they clapped hands What's his role in this? Okay, and this is where it gets even more complicated, and it really explains the problems that this country has uh, in in the way that we handle our uh, what we handle here at home and how we're perceived across the world. Um, yeah, during the Iran Contra, uh, is it the Iran? No, the the uh, sorry, the Contra, the, the Contra scandal. Here's what it was: they were uh, they couldn't get enough money from Congress to give to fight uh, communism. And so what they wanted, to, what they came up with is that they could get guns from other places, get military equipment from other places. But the only way they could get it is if they, they had to raise money for it. They had to buy them. They had to buy the weapons. So their easiest way to the do United it, States had to buy the weapons so that they could go give it. Is it the country? With all the money that the U.S. has, but the government why doesn't have to raise? Because the government, because it was secret. It was covert. The Congress wouldn't give money for this operation. So the president wanted to have this happen. And this is where we get into Ronald. And this they don't go into this too, uh, too much so far, but Ronald Reagan. And then um, there was the, the, the whatever the, the there was a military guy that was supposedly heading this out. And he was the one that was under control of it. And Reagan didn't know how the money was being raised. But the money was being raised is that they would take the guns down. They'd pick up cocaine. They'd bring the cocaine back. They would sell the coke. Then they would take that money to buy more weapons, to bring the weapons down, to get more coke, to buy more money. So it was uh, – is he doing the right thing? Did he wipe out uh, an, uh, a pretty good part of the population, especially in the black community during the uh, 90s? What? In the eighties and nineties, with crack is whack, it, 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 it killed people. Yeah, and it destroyed a lot of the black community. Yeah, so no, it wasn't. It wasn't right. He's he's doing something completely off book. They talk about it. He's off book. Right. He's not. They they're not going to own up to him. They'll they'll try to protect him if they can, but they're not going to get dirty in it because it's dirty. So are they leaving him out to dry? They could, and a lot of those guys did get left out to dry. 
Okay. Now, but now here's my question for you. When I said there's a very fine line between good and bad, if he was doing what he felt was good because he wanted this, he wanted to fund uh, the military operations. Right. It makes him a good guy. But if he's destroying his own country and his countrymen to do that, he's a bad guy. So these guys all weigh out what they're doing in their own heads. So when you said, does he do coke? Would he, would he take that? Would he snort that line uh, when he's on a buy? Yeah, if that gets the buy done, I can, I can justify doing the wrong thing because I'm getting the right thing done. Mm. So, and then when we get into these, this area, we didn't, we didn't need to go fight communism down in the south. We, we needed to take care of our people at home. So right. he was, as you, you know, in hindsight, no, he was completely fucking wrong. Yeah, because I'm still a little unclear to what exactly Oliver his North. role Sorry. is, what he's trying to do. Is he, is he, is he committing to Franklin in this thing? Or is he leading him on to eventually take him down? I, I don't know what Teddy's role is. Well, I don't think Teddy knows what his role is because he's not worried. And this is this goes back even more to what we we're, we're saying here. And by the way, it was Oliver North that was the general right. that was the was apparently doing all this shit for Reagan. Okay, so here's here's where it gets confusing. Um, he's worried about what's happening right now. Now, when his his girlfriend or his wife or they're divorced now or whatever. Incidentally, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned that, that bitch's leg game was beautiful. <laughs> oh, when he's fucking her on that kitchen table, you can tell a bitch got nice legs just by the way the calf, uh, the portion of the calf and the ankle. For, oh, go ahead. God damn. Uh, okay, now I'm completely off here. Um, so he's worried about in the moment he's taking care of this military op that he right. wants to run. But when she um, she basically sells them all out because she wants the op to end. She wants him out of this because she knows it's not going to end well for him. And the way he coldly told that bitch beat it. Yeah, because she fucked up his shit. And she has a kid. He has a kid with her. So that was really that was the coldest. Like no, you're you're. And that's what was confusing to me is because when she shut his shit down. He was so legitimately pissed. Yeah. Because so I'm he, like, whose side are you on, dog? Because he believes in what he's doing. He believes mm. in doing this, uh, this military op. Right. Now, when the DEA agent, the chick was in, in the circle, and we're going to get to all this eventually here. When the DEA agent chick was in the circle, there was, a, there was a point, and this is what you don't know, is where is he, is he going to uh, give them actually everybody that he's doing business with and, and, and give them all up. Frankly, right. uh, what is it, Avi, mm -hmm. the Jewish guy? Uh, is he going to give them all up in the end? So I don't think he's, he's not concerned with any of that at the moment. Then when this happens, he wants his team back together and that's right. with Franklin and Avi. Right. Um, but again, going back to, are you doing good? Or are you doing bad? I mean, he melts a chick. He, he buries a chick and melts her. Mm. Uh, so, right. you know, obviously, you know that you've crossed the line, but now you're, but you justify it. And the chick he melted was the DEA agent. Right. I was so fucking glad when, when Gusto shot that bitch. <laughs> that was, I hated that bitch. Dude, you know what was great about it, though? And you never, I know. hated her face. And what's great about Snowfall again, you never know when. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I, I 
when 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 she arrested, I forget what the girl's name was, the Spanish girl. But when she arrested the Spanish girl and her and Gustav, I might be saying his name wrong. Gustav, Gustav, whatever. Gustav, Gustav. I think it's Gustav. Uh, they were clearly in love, and you know the way she was talking to her and when she had her arrested. I just I hated that bitch. I was so glad to see Gustav smoke that bitch. Uh, and it's the way he did it that was like you're just like what? Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, sorry, I I know we're out of order on this, but because we brought it up, to you know he he fucking kills her. The next the, the next scene, I thought was like one of the best scenes in the whole show so far, mm. because it just shows really where where everybody's at. Right, he's with he the, he's bagging up and training up the cocaine, putting it for storage. And that chick's still laying on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. He left it there for him yeah, to clean up. Yeah, yeah, Dude, that was the coldest scene. Like, you're, you're doing all your work in this this body, and you're, the blood's all around it, and you're like... Let me tell you, man. Whoever... Pro- they, they masterfully know how to put shit together to get the proper emotion. When they basically ended the first episode where Franklin sees his dad walk across the street... And the tears start coming down, and then she says something to him, uh, Louis, Aunt Louis. Do you want to go talk? Do you want to talk? To him? Just move the fucking car. And then you got Nina Simone playing in the background, and you, so you have an idea. Oh God! The, the, between his great acting, the, the emotion of the scene, the tears, Nina Simone, that song being dragged out, cut to black. God damn. Okay, and he's also a British dude, though, right? And cut one of Sally's jokes to the to the which which is it the cholos or the negroes? Which one do I might say or two? I'm not I'm not quite sure. Or John 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 Love, what's my motivation here? What's what's my motivation when I smoke this nigga and I turn to my my boy here? What was the radio nigga with the radio? Do you remember his name? No, Lonnie Leroy. He had some old school black name. Leroy, La- whatever the bloke's name is, uh, when we come together and we pull up with guns, do we shoot him in the face or shoot him in the stomach? And action. You don't fuck this shit up because you don't like the way a nigga talk? Oh, brilliant. All right. I, I, this, is the, this is the one question that I've had on my plate since, yes. since uh, probably about the third or fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Who does he remind you of? Franklin? Yeah. Who not his acting? Not Franklin himself. His acting, the actor, which I, I I had his name written down. I don't have it. Who who do you not see anybody in his acting? No, you don't. No. Who? We'll talk about it some more. Then we'll, we'll get to. Well, you. let me ask you this. Uh, and I, I I post this question on Instagram. In terms of gangster slash drug slash boss type shit put your dick on the table who strikes you the hardest tony ghost walter white uh avon barksdale or franklin it it depends on which franklin okay that's gonna take me to my second point but because now we're gonna go a little bit out of order because I I just want to flow I want it to flow how it flows. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you though who he is because he, I, 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 it's gonna be important as we develop this. You don't see Denzel in his acting. You don't. Mm. See, oh my god! Somebody hit me and said 
Do you see Denzel in terms of his swagger? Yeah. A little bit of his... When, when he walks a little when bit. When he walks a lot. Right. When he stares out. When there's movements that I go, dude, I think this dude studied Denzel. At first, I was like, no. I kind of see what you mean, but I'm still more towards no. Uh, I Because Denzel, and the only thing that to me compares this dude's character to Denzel in that vein is uh, Training Day. Yeah. And when Denzel got hard... All right, hey, shoot program, nigga. All you niggas who playing ball in Pelican Bay when I get through with you. You think you could do this to me? All right, you motherfuckers. Ha, ha, ha. All right, all right, all right. I, I haven't seen... The only part that Franklin really came at me like that is when he... I wish I could remember his boy's name with the radio. Was when he was in the car with dude. No, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. Yeah, when he was in the car with dude and he told him, dude... I built all this shit, and you think I'm going to let you fuck it up because you don't like the way a nigga talk? That was the first time I had, I had seen Franklin beast up. Yeah. Every other time, he's relaxed. And I, and I oh, no, oh, this got my dick hard. This, I, I, I had said this during the show. I was like, yo, at what point, because this nigga's a drug dude, and most drug dudes got some hardness to him. At what point is this nigga going to beast up? At what point is he going to turn up? He didn't want to take the gun that his aunt gave him, which would he wouldn't have got robbed, or he could at least defended himself. Or got killed. Okay, but still, you got a chance. Them yeah. dudes got him. So I'm like, where's the hardness? And I was getting upset. And everybody kept telling me, yo, wait for it. Okay. Wait till season three. But not only wait for it, you also find out at the at the end of season three, why he wasn't hard in the beginning. Well, here's the thing. He's not a drug dealer. He's a businessman. Oh, but they're all businessmen. Yeah, but he went into it as a businessman. He wasn't hard. Listen, oh, and let me take back what I just said a little bit. Tony Soprano, Walter White, Ghost, Avon Barksdale, Franklin, what they all have in common is, yes, there's some err to them, but to be good businessmen, you have to take emotion out of it. You got to be smart. You got to be calculated. You got to think. You can't be Scarface. Al Pacino was damn near, fuck you up first, questions later. Fuck you, man. Fuck the DS brothers. He was a firecracker. These other dudes have firecracker moments, but there's still a calm and a poise to them. Yeah, but when you bring up Walter White, which is a great example because you don't really see where Walter White, where the key turns on Walter White. When he becomes, I'm a school teacher, um, now I'm making meth, and okay, but I'm doing it as a business. I'm trying to, I, I want to leave something for my family to where he can set up hits on people and have people killed. You don't see that switch flipped. You see it in this one. You see where the switch gets flipped. Well, remember in, in Breaking Bad, there was that one moment, again, Dick Hart moment, when he finally said, I'm Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, but... That, that was it. Yeah, but that that wasn't an action. That was him in his head, and he saw it. You saw the action that's going to create the hardness. Now. Here's what got my dick hard, yo. When that motherfucker went to jail, and they took his sneakers. Yeah. And then the three dudes beat him up, and he was still Franklin, a push around. And then his boy with the radio and the afro said, "Let these motherfuckers know, know who, who you, you are. are in here." 
And then what really set it off was when his mother and his dad came and his mother was so distraught at how he looked beat up and his dad was trying to give him advice and he broke down and lost it like, nigga, where you been? You just now in this condition giving me advice? Cut to that nigga snuffed that motherfucker, got his sneakers back. And I love how they shot it when he was caressing his sneakers to his chest. Yeah. Like showing you, I, I, this is who I am. I got my sneakers back. I got my pride back. I got my, my respect. Then, oh, my God. It changes. He went over to the three dudes and told them, I know where your family live. I know where you even the kid. I'll hurt you, your fucking kids if you any of you niggas step to me again. I said, here we go. God damn it. Here we go. And what was so great about that whole episode is he you watch him in his socks throughout the whole episode. You watch the socks get dirtier and dirtier as he's walking around. And then it's the the moment. Oh, 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 oh. man, food. They gave you what you wanted. Um, And can you imagine, though, imagine that character. And this is why I love this character so much. When you meet him in season one. To that moment, it took right. that many seasons to get him there, and they they showed you the progression. Right. That's what I mean about Walter White. He's just I'm just okay. So now you said it, so now you are. No, you felt that you felt this change. You saw right. the change, right? Um, and you know when he the way they ended episode two, where he gets beat up, and that music again is playing, and they cut from him on the ground, battered, bruised. Look it up at the camera. Cut. I mean, again, the music, the timing, the moment, it's all put together like a stand-up set where you leave the audience wanting more. Um, and then, of course, the scene that jarred the shit out of me. <laughs> they go to get the money. And this motherfucker, tied up, telephone cord around his neck, tied to a pole, okay, yeah. spits blood in Franklin's face. And again, that was one of those moments where I'm going, nigga, what... This nigga just spit blood in your face, took your money, told you he's going to kill you if he gets loose. And you still not. Then they cut to his his boy, the other dude, and he rapes this nigga. Well, this isn't his dude. This is the dude that he. Yes, who ends up fucking him, too, because he robs him once he gets the money. money. And I'm just like, when he was like, yo, they killing him. And he was like, nah, yo, I think you're giving it to him. And they show this nigga come out the room buckling his pants and his belt. And dude is bent over the bed with his drawers down. Listen, here's my question. He obviously knew where the money was, but he refused to give it up. At what point during the rape process do you finally go, I'm going to tell you where the money is? Is it when you feel your drawers and jeans go past your ass? Is it when you feel the tip go in? Or is it around 8 to a 15 strokes? Because the moment I feel you put your fingers within my belt and my pants and move my shit, yo, dog, let me tell you where the money is. Okay. Because he obviously told him. Yeah. Now, now here's the question. Did you tell him before he fucked him? That's what I'm saying. saying yeah. Did you tell Or did you tell him during, after? 18, 15 strokes in. Uh, but then there's another scene in there where he says... Uh, Something about, I believe it's a, uh, right. something about prison teaches you how to how to fuck without being gay. Right. That dude didn't. That was so. That was and so. Is he gay? 
No, it's fucking prison fucking right there. <clears throat> that's uh that, yeah, that scene was rough. <laughs> that scene, the whole scene, that whole the whole everything that happens in that house is rough. But again, this goes back to why you why Franklin has to get hard because when you see um the guy knew that Franklin isn't hard. That's right. when he takes the money. Yeah, because he said, dude, you soft as baby shit. Yeah. Um, I, I want to, again, deliver a message to my black people because I think it's so crazy. Um, as I mentioned that scene, I, I said, um, black people, we have to stop letting homophobia stop us from appreciating great art and performances by your own people. Man, fuck that gay shit. I ain't watched that because of that. After I seen the rape shit, man, I ain't on no gay shit. Black people, stop being so fucking homophobic. You know, it's, there's a reason, and I said to some people, there's a reason why that was put in there. And everybody goes, it's a gay agenda. It's a gay agenda. No, it's not a gay agenda. It's context. There's a reason that scene was put in there. It wasn't put in there just for somebody to go, yeah, let's have them rape them. It's all leading up to something. It's part of a story. And I, I just think it's sad that we can't separate our fear from our fiction. Because, you're, again, you're denying yourself the ability to see great performances by your own kinfolk because of your homophobia. Separate your fear from your fiction. Well, and, and, and to what you just said, because in the show, that's used as domination. It's not used. It's not sexual. It, I mean, right. it is obviously it's sexual, yeah. But it's 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 about being dominant. It's why it's why when you see dogs fuck each other in the like a, a female dog, uh, fuck a, a male dog, mm-hmm. or you know like act like it's fuck. It's it's about dominating the other dog. It's, right. it's, it's 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 a prime a prime what is it primordial Primor- primordial primordial something like that. Yeah, uh, uh, human in to dominate. Right, and that's where it comes from. That that's where it comes. And that's Leon. Leon, is that Leon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have all the names and the real and the real names written down. I, right, I just right, right. Because I don't remember names, but now I have to remember to bring the piece of paper. Right. Uh, normally we do this in my room, but Aries is in a plush. Is your room not like this? It's not spacious. This is. I, this I, I have a regular room. Oh, okay. You have the headliner room, the name on the marquee room. <laughs> okay. Okay. There we go. And and you should. <laughs> um so where, where do we go? Oh, and uh, yeah, so now he now Franklin has to get his money back from this dude. Yeah. And that whole thing with uh and and you know, I'm a, I'm gonna point out these two moments since we're here. This is why I said as a testament to how great the Sopranos is. I think like anything in art People borrow from each other. Rappers do it all the time. They quote other rappers' lines in their songs. I couldn't help but notice, both in the final episode of season three, when clearly Franklin is going through a flashback, like a dream sequence, before he comes out of the ice tub, a la Sopranos, the scene with dude in the back of the trunk as he fights his way through the car seat and escapes and Leon and Franklin have to go after him. Yeah. A la Sopranos, the Russian in the woods during the snow. That to me has to be more than coincidence. Um, and I said to myself as they were looking for him, if this nigga goes back to the car and drives away, that is so the Sopranos. 
Because that's what happened. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't find the car. Yeah. So you assume you were led to believe the Russian got in the car and took it. But they found dude and 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 Leon shot him because Franklin couldn't. Right. Um uh, but you know, that's the difference though, too, in 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 art. There's a difference though between biting someone up what someone else does and a nod and an homage to, right. to them. And that that's what these right. these little bits are just little pieces that I, right. I think. But uh, the, the going going back to that uh, uh, where they think that dude's dead, and then all of a sudden you just hear it in the car. Right. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the car itself, the car itself explained everything. Right. About the difference between being a businessman and 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 being a flashy, you know, yeah. He just he took all that money that he and took wasted it on a car. Right. Nigga shit. That's what happened. <laughs> um. Dude, that episode. Uh, how do you like uh, uh, Franklin's mother's brother, Uncle? What, what's his name? Oh, 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 the big dude. Yeah, I was just gonna bring him up. Right, dude. Here's what. Here's my question for you because I, I'm not. I've never been in acting. I, mm. I mean, I, I never lived in California. Not, right. Okay, so these dudes that lift weights all day long mm-hmm. and get big as fuck, are they real? Are they real actors? Or are they finding guys that look like that that can act? Both. Okay. Both. I don't give a fuck how much muscle you got. If you can't act, you can't act. And that'll show. Yeah. He's obviously a great yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. really is good. Yeah. No, I, I, he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Because he has the range to go from uh, uncle, nice guy, funny, mm-hmm. all the way to if I had to kill you, I'd kill you. Yes, but you could tell when they were at Javi's house, Franklin is the smarter businessman. Yeah. Because... The uncle was trying to do shit that Javi looked at like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Where Franklin was basically like, Unc, shut the fuck up. Let me do this. Well, he, I said he's nicer. I didn't say right. that he was smarter. Right, he's right, nice. Right, he, right. he goes from nice to I'll kill you. Right. Uh, well, Franklin's the, the, the smart businessman to where right. he's getting to where I'll have to kill you to keep and my And incidentally, uh, signs when you know you got a lot of money. When you bowling with champagne bottles as pins. Oh man, that was a fucking scene, wasn't it? I thought when they first showed him, obviously before they showed the, him do the ball, he had a bowling alley in his crib. This nigga is bowling, <laughs> breaking champagne bottles like that's Ma- Magnum, money, nigga. Magnum champagne. Yes, bottles. nigga. Yeah, uh, Avi's a great character, but yeah. I got to be honest. I've I've met a few Avis in my life. Would you have done the bulletproof vest thing? No. Mm. No, I don't think I would have done the bulletproof vest thing because, uh, one, after you get shot, your bulletproof vest is not uh, its not at that same level of protection. So he shot the guy. Even if go, he shoots it in a different spot? Yeah, because it depends on what it's made out of, but they're right. not, they don't have the same uh, resistance anymore because it's been penetrated. Right. So after I saw him get shot, I'd go, well, you may. And the other thing I didn't right. like about it, it looked like it was only it was like a half shirt bulletproof thing. Right. He was wearing it. Right. Yeah, I, I need one to go all the way down. I wanted to look like that, like a like a catcher on a baseball team. Right. I needed to go all right. the, all right. the way down. Almost uh, collect, connect between the, with the shit that women wear the the Ueys, the, the, the snap. Oh yeah, the snap unitards. Unitards snaps below your balls yeah. and your ass near the yeah. near the tank. Yeah, I need yeah. something like that. And when he said, you know, it's going to hurt less if you're further away, but my accuracy goes down right. further away. And he steps up to that one. I thought that was so. Which do you do? Do you take a chance on hurting less, going back, but sacrificing accuracy, 
or stepping forward. You have to step forward if you're going to do it. You have <laughs> oh, to step forward. And take the pain. Yeah, you have to because other, what if he misses? He, just, he kills you. Right. Uh, did you the, I, I, this has not that much to do with it, but do you, have you known anybody to get tasered? No, because I knew a guy that had money, and he would pay right. like if he could. T- he would t- give you a thousand dollars or two. I think he paid someone two thousand dollars to taser him, right? Because he wanted to see what it did. Right. I, mean, I never did the bulletproof vest thing, mm. but I've been around some people that did the other shit. You know uh, that scene where they were having the barbecue cookout, um, and the police put the uncle in the chokehold. Yeah. Um, oh no, not no, no, no. Was it Uncle or Franklin? No, it was Uncle. No, it was Franklin. It was Franklin. Remember, it was Franklin. It was the uncle later. When they came oh, in yeah, the house. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But it was Franklin. And the black cop who showed up, who's the father of the daughter, yeah. that's the love interest of Franklin. Boy, and he stopped it. Shouldn't it be mandatory that white cops have a black sidekick? So that when situations like that come up, you hope the black cop does the right thing and stops it. If you're because in, if he hadn't stopped it, Franklin could have died that night. If you're in a neighborhood that is reflective of the community that's opposite of white, if you're in a Hispanic neighborhood, if you're in a black neighborhood, yes, you should have something that represents. I, I, I think that any, any neighborhood should be patrolled by who they are. Right. And the reason I say that is because culturally, people don't understand each other. And I shouldn't say culturally, people well, don't. don't. White uh, people don't culturally uh, always understand well, fuck, other cultures. Fuck understanding. Whether you understand me or not. The black cop has got to, if, or if it's a Mexican neighborhood, the Mexican cop has to serve as a stopper. But let me ask, uh, yeah, he does have to serve as a stopper. But that's what I mean, because they don't understand, like, the whole party in the front yard. I don't know how many times have you, have you ever been to a, uh, I've never been to no shit like that. You haven't? Never. I know, I think in certain parts of New York, the Brooklyn or the Bronx, they've had outdoor parties. I've never been to one. Uh, in, in, in Mexican culture, it's very common to have a party, but it's in the backyard. Right. Sometimes it'll spill out to the front, but that'd have to be a lot of people for it to spill out. To but the even front. if it's in the backyard, it's the same amount of noise, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, neighbors can get mad, but it's usually, you know, in 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 Hispanic neighborhoods, it's other Hispanics. They get it. Right. They're part of the party. They come over. Uh, it's just it's just a different mentality, though. Um, so, yeah, I I don't think that. Straight up, hundred percent white people understand right. other cultures. They understand just that, right? Oh, incidentally, uh, that cop, that black cop, that nigga's nose is the most distracting thing I've ever seen. His nose looks like a three D Dorito, nigga. That shit is for real. Where do you put that up against KRS? Um, KRS is still the undisputed champ <laughs> of, of broad ridiculous noses but that nigga's nose was distracting uh and then he had jack-o'-lantern teeth uh wow that's a hell of a combination mine was not to shit on krs i just know that we have talked about it before so that's right what it was um and you know we're, we're still only in season one right now what we're talking about well we're spread about yeah right? i know yeah, because yeah. we went all over but yeah, yeah but th- th- this is just such a good I-, I had a note let me just read this i said when the cop tells franklin about the two boys parked down the street from his house. And he says, just give me a name. And, oh, yeah, and Franklin says, I can't help you. At what point does it go from snitching to staying alive? Th- this code of I can't snitch. These niggas want to kill you. Yeah, but 
Isn't this also to keep him clean, though, Franklin, a little bit? He needs to take care of this himself because. Well, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that part. I'm just thinking if a motherfucker want to kill you and the cop is telling you, give me a name so I can prevent this. Why wouldn't you do what you got to do to survive? Because it gets it can it can put him. It in, can bleed into your shit. Yeah. Right. Well. Um. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, dude. Uh, I think his name was Alejandro, the uh, the one who was at the party with the senator. That's with. I keep saying Terry. What was the white CIA agent? Teddy. Teddy. Um. Dude, when they first do the thing where the girl calls him. The Hispanic Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And he realizes it's him. Yeah. And Teddy goes, dude, you just got to lay low. Go to Mexico. Leave town for a couple of months. And dude didn't want to do that because he was like, it's going to fuck up the deal. You could do the deal from Colombia or wherever the fuck you go. And he snatches the, 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 the drawing away. And I didn't get the sense that dude was going to do anything. Then they cut to this nigga in the bathtub cutting her up. Yeah. And he told Teddy, just walk away. Just accept it. And it pissed Teddy off so much, he shot and killed him. Well, yeah, because he knew the girl and she wasn't involved and she wasn't part of it. So this is where it gets But she might have exposed him. Right, but this is where it gets interesting, too, when you say, well, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy? Remember, you meet, uh, uh, what's his name, Freddie Mercury, Mexican Freddie Mercury? Alejandro. Alejandro. You, meet, you, you see him and his family, well, his wife, uh, what, where are they, Peru? Right. Uh, you see them uh, doing, and you see how important the, this getting these weapons are to him, so that he can pr- protect his community. That he right. needs he needs this to survive. Right. Uh, and she says, and she talks about him. The, his wife talks about him to Teddy, saying who he is, what he, you know, he's hard, he's whatever. And he goes, "No, you seem to know." And he says, "Yeah, he's my husband." So you understand that all this is needed to do what they're doing, mm-hmm. and so him killing that girl was not about just killing that girl. It was about protecting what he was felt was right for... For the business. For, no, he was, that wasn't the business part. He, he needs the weapons. He's trying to protect his country. He's trying to overthrow a government. Right. That's all that's important to him, is his people and that, and, and that fight. So by killing her, he's allowed himself to continue to go forward, but he's also taken out an innocent person who's just looking for his, uh, her sister. So Teddy killing him, was that business or personal? It felt personal. I think it was just too much for him because I think that even when he finds out that uh, Alejandro killed those other two, the, the, the two, when he hits his two girls, when he kills the girl that's right. at the party that night, and then he finds out, I don't think Teddy would have accepted that then, but it was already done. It was already done. He even says it's done. There's nothing we can do about it. Right. We have to move on. I don't think he right. wanted to be part of any more of what he felt innocent bodies. Mm-hmm. He couldn't. He couldn't accept it, any more of that. Right. But he's not looking at all the other people that he's destroying. It's. It's. If this is. This is. There's. A, there's a human side to this show of, uh, of conflict on what is good and what is bad. Right. If you want to. If. If, if you want to get past just like you say the man food, just the the what's up front, there's a there's a whole other part to this on, on the human condition. Here's what fucked me up, and and I always say a good series always has a lot of oh shit moments. Here was my biggest oh shit, and I was in the bed watching this, and I jumped up. <laughs> Yo, when he shot the cop, old girl's fa- Andre is his name. Yeah, 
when he shot Andre, I said, now he's there. Yeah. He shot the fucking cop. When he saw, when he, when he, when Andre wrapped up the file and threw it back to Franklin and said, now get the fuck out of my house, killer. And Andre didn't, I mean, Franklin didn't say nothing, walk past him. Bow! I was like, oh! Because, yeah, because it was, honestly, that that's the moment where Andre told him he had, a, he basically called him out. He said, you just get the fuck out of here. You're not going to kill me anyway. You're not a killer. And that's when he walks by and goes, you're right. I'm not. And then he shoots him. That's the moment where now he's, he graduated. Yeah. He got his cap and gown. But you got to see it. You got to see him fight not being the killer. I really thought once Franklin was semi-responsible for the cop's daughter getting on the drug, the cop would kill him. I don't think that he does. He know that. Well, he knows Franklin's pushing the product. He knows it, but he doesn't know. I don't think he. I don't. I still don't think he understands the extent of what who Franklin is. At well, the, he he, pow! He found out. Yeah. Well, dude, with that scene where she's strung out on the drugs, and she's with Leon's ex, baby mother, whoever his girl was, and she's fucked up, and they're in the skating ring, and that bitch said. You know, this has been fun and all, but I'm going to need you to come up off that necklace and punch that bitch in the face. Yeah. Then snatches the necklace and kicks her in the face with skates on. I was like, this shit is crazy. You got to get your next high. See, I'm, I'm, I'm very wow. I'm very fortunate because I, I was around this at the time. Although I'm in Arizona, I'm not in, in, a, in a place that we're probably in the place where it was coming in, but it wasn't the place that right. was, uh, but when I saw cocaine, uh, I'm just going to be an honest moment for listeners. Um, I worked at a, I was a DJ at a, at a nightclub and, uh, I didn't make any money. I was a young kid. So, um, and all these dudes were hooking up. And the one thing that I knew is that girls want to hook up with dudes that had coke. I couldn't afford it. So what I could do is if I could get an eight ball, I could sell off part of the eight ball. I could keep a half a gram of Coke for myself. And that way I could go out. That's, that was the thought process. And then that led to actually having a little, not only being able to have a half gram for myself, but led to making a little bit of money where I could go out and do some stuff. Um, But it got to this, it it was starting to get to the word, like everybody had guns. And I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And that's when right. I made my switch to weed. So I never was in this. So that's why this is so even more interesting to me. But I was, but I know these people. Right. I just didn't want to have anything. Dude, as soon you know, I, like when he says, and I even, Tara was watching this with me, and I even, we stopped it when uh, um, he kills uh, um, Andre. Andre. And I was like, see, that's, you know, you, you have to know your limits when you're in, when you're playing this game. And I knew that I was never going to pick up a gun and kill anybody. I mean, I thought about it, <laughs> but I mean, everybody I think thinks. Did about you ever it. think you were going to be killed? Um, yeah, yeah, but wow. um, but I didn't want that. I didn't want that in my life. I didn't want it like that. So that's why I went over to weed. Weed got safe. Weed was safe for the whole time I was, in. Right. and then. Um, cocaine and weed, the dealers just became the same people or the same right. thing. And so then uh, I got in trouble and I was out. I was happy to be out. I was happy to be out. That's the, that's the, that's the thing that's coming up here that we're going we're gonna to discuss is that he can, his mom is saying, you can get out. Everybody's telling him he can get out right now. It's fucked up. Police are there. And he has enough money. 
Well, I was well, I was going to make I wanted to say one more thing about the daughter and him, but since you brought that up, here's my question because I keep you know they always say, and he kept saying this for the business, for the sake of the business, everything was about the business. At what point do you go? I've made enough money because you 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 get out of this game one of two ways: jail or death. Very rarely do motherfuckers get out clean with all the money. And that's because they get greedy. At what point do you go, I've made enough money. Let me get out while I'm still above ground and not in a cell and live the rest of my life happy. He, Is it that you that greedy? It, it's, it's the addiction to the life. Um, you have the, you're making the money. He has, in his case, in Franklin's case, he's dealing with the CIA agent. I mean, that's a different thing than if you're buying from somebody who's a middleman to that. That's the more dangerous part, even. The middleman is the, is the worst guy. Right. So you have to deal with that. And I think that it comes up, I think it did come up in this, where he says something about uh, Kennedy being uh, the, Joe Kennedy, who was the uh, John F. Kennedy uh, father, made his money as a bootlegger and running alcohol. Mm-hmm. So that's when it's enough, I think. When you're in it, and you have a way, a pipeline, and you see a success when you're a Kennedy, when you, when you achieved an amount that you can change your community, yourself, your, the people, when you can affect that kind of change, when you can be, be that, that's when it's enough, I think. Because that's what's in your head when you're doing it. That's, what's, that's kind of the idea that I think where Franklin is right now. Right. Where he, his kids could become president. And you don't think he's made enough money at this point that that's possible? I don't. I don't know. We know he has millions, but we don't know how many millions. Wow. Um, um, I want to go back to to the to the to the daughter. Um, of course, that scene where you know they've had the funeral for Andre, and she's in the house and she's watching uh, Franklin schmooze with Andre's partner. Yeah. And she's just had enough. She figures uh, figures that out. And she leaves, goes to her crib. Franklin goes behind her. The whole time she's opening drawers, looking through shit. He's not piecing together. No, he thinks she's she. He thinks that she wants more more crack. That she because she's a crack addict. He thinks that she hit that moment that she has to have crack. That's what he thinks she's looking for. And when she takes that first shot, shoots him in the arm, and he goes down. That's an that's a that's an arm wound. This nigga couldn't get up and run. That's that's where I had. That's where I did have a little. Th- there's two parts to this that I have a little. That you need that suspension of disbelief. So apparently, you know, maybe maybe she hit him right in the shoulder joint. I don't know. That something that would be. Ain't so got big. nothing to do with your legs. Yeah, and and your uh, adrenaline kicks in when yes. someone's shooting at you. You think you would just get up and run. Yes. Up. Okay. So that part. But let's. Can we go before that? Yeah. She's in a room. She's looking for crack. She's, she's looking for crack. You mean she's looking for the gun, but we No, 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 no. I'm going to go before that. Before she even oh. thinks that Franklin is the killer. Before she ever talks to the cop that we just brought up. Right. She's the one who informs the cop uh, that she thinks Franklin killed her father. Anyway, before that, she's at home, and she's looking through her bag. She's looking for crack. She's, she's ready to mm-hmm. smoke again. And then she looks up, and then they focus on the window lock, and then back to her, and then the window lock, and back to her. And she's like, Franklin killed my dad. Right. No crack addict would have made that connection. 
Even if they made the connection, they would have forgot about it in between trying to get crack again. So you think it's bullshit? That part is bullshit. Because she was going in and out of her window right, herself. Right, she was right, sneaking in right. and out. She doesn't remember if she would have left the window and then shut the window to sneak out before right. she... So this is uh, that moment, that's the piece together moment, felt com- it felt completely removed from the rest of the series for me. Because right. I was like, that shit would, she would need, she would be so focused on getting fucking high again. Right. That she would not put yeah, that. Yeah, that's one of those uh, dramatic licenses. Yeah. That they do for dramatic purposes. That's the only, that's so right. far, and that, <clears throat> up to that point, that was one of the really only things, other than some of the gunfire and, and when you're looking for people, people aren't going to notice. Obvi, right. Obviously, shooting. Uh, and that was another thing. The cops next door didn't hear the shots? Yeah. Come on. So there, there, there's, there's a few things that go on in here, but, but that, one, that one was the most egregious to me. Right. Because that, that's a pivotal point. Other things are just part of the texture of the And I got to say, I love that moment. Um, it was a cold line when Andre's partner stops Franklin, gets in the back of the car, and tells him part of the reason why you were able to kill Andre is because you got close. Trust me with me, you'll never get that close. <laughs> I love that fuck. That was cold. Uh, yeah, but he has to go now. We know in this. In season, you, uh, you think he will? Yeah, in season four. Because yeah. right. uh, see, Andre, what's 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 good? What, what's really cool about Andre is the gun is important in the fact that sometimes you have to. If that's the life you choose, you might have right. to pull that trigger. But he sets up people. He's smarter than them. He he puts them in a place that he can take them out without by letting someone else take them out. Almost a la the DEA agent. He's working in the same way that the, right. that the CIA works. Okay, I'm not going to kill you myself. I'm the CIA. I can't kill you. Right. But I can tell someone who's looking for you where you are. I can turn you over all the information to the police so they can take you out. Right. He's working on that next level. He's working on the CIA level, not street level. Right. But if you're on the street, sometimes you have to do something. <clears throat> I think it was necessary for it to happen. But then I want to ask you, do you think it was preachy a little bit or just it really was necessary? When Franklin is shot, first of all, let me just say this. When she shoots him and then she walks out the house and throws the gun away and they just go completely silent, fade the black credits, again, masterful. But when he goes into the dream sequence or the flashback and they show him with the college administrator or whoever the top guy was. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're basically explaining to you how racism works and how he got a raw deal. And he starts crying and talking about how he worked his whole life to get here. And he got fucked by a a racist system, which leads him to go back home and now get into a drug life. We obviously know things like that happen. I think it was necessary for them to show that. But did it feel preachy in the sense that it's like, okay, we know these things happen, but don't let that be an excuse. You still should find a way to rise above it. Okay, you could say that. But when you asked me what's enough money and I brought up the Kennedys and I said, you know, when's enough money when you can change your community, when you can change your association, when you can change what happens and affect your community. He put all this effort in being straight up, doing everything he was supposed to do. He got mad because there was a mistake and they didn't want to do any. He didn't felt, he felt, and he felt like if it was a, if it was a white student, they would have got the benefit of the doubt. The correction would be made. And 
he's a black student. Um, he doesn't really fit in there. He's he's obviously challenged being there in the first place because he's uh, he feels out of place. Right. He's he's he, uh, the, and then um, he goes in there. That happens. He has to prove it. He comes in. He says, "I'm sorry." You know, they, almost as if I know that's I'm not going to put this on you. It's the system. It's the way that it works. I'm, right. And he go, and then now his his uh, scholarship is being looked at because he pissed off a white dude. At at the school, the administrator that that school for the that that's really the crust of what it, what they were right. showing there. If it would be preachy, if that's what they if they left it that way, maybe it would be like you say, can you rise above it? But then this also goes back to why that isn't enough a million for me. I could live a, a good life. I can I could live my life with my few million dollars or whatever millions that he had. But he ain't changing the community. He he fucked up the community. But 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 okay, he fucked up the community. But prior to him, okay. I was going to say, is it his responsibility to change no, the community? No, but, but he's, he's made all this money. He's fucked up the community. But when you say that part, he's fucked it up. Yeah, you have an obligation to at least, if you're going to leave and ride off into the sunset, try to clean up some of the shit, the mess you made. Yeah, kind of. That's part of it. But And if he leaves it, he can't do any of that. He just did it all for him. It's all for himself. He sees the effects that his, that the people in his community are suffering, and he, I think that that being who he was, that's part of what he's doing. Mm. Again, because it goes to that good and bad. How much good? How much? How much bad can you do? How much bad be, can you do to try to do good before what you're doing bad is just bad? This, this is, this is. It, there's more of a human story in this. All right, y'all. We got a lot more notes, but uh, we're eight minutes over an hour, and we got to... Uh, you're on your drive, and you need to get some. But if you're driving, and you listen to this, and you felt it was boring, because some people don't like us doing our uh, our movie podcast. But like I said, when we put this in, we put it in life, and that's why we talk about it. But if you're driving, uh, you might want to go see someone, and you're tired, and the episode didn't keep you awake. You... Yeah, tweet up. <laughs> Um, God, this show is fucking awesome. I can't wait. And it's going to be hard for me not to crack open the bag of chips uh, next week and not try to. When you eat, it's like, again, potato chips. You don't open a bag and eat one. That's the gayest thing ever. You you, you gorge a little bit. So I, I, I can't do that to myself. I want this whole thing to play so I can enjoy my bag and eat the whole bag. This this show though was so good. I'm just going to say this that Tara is and not that Tara doesn't have good taste. She right. does. But this got her. She's why she was what man. And before we go, I, I need you to I need you to answer that trivia question in 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 the proper order, from hardest to least. What's your order, Tony, uh, Mister White, uh, Franklin, Ghost, and Avon Barksdale? I have to I have to do them. I have to do them all. Yeah. I, I can only just do the one. The one I'm, I'm just going to say. Uh, what do you mean one? You got to do them all. Can I just do the number one? No, I want to. I want to know your order. Okay, you got to remember all these. Uh, Soprano is to me is the is is the creme de la creme. Yeah, only because and this is why I don't want to take a long time to do this, but because he is everything. He's a family man. He's a business. Man. And AJ, Uncle Judah, Johnny Shack. Yeah, he loves his kids. He has all that. And he could still, if you cross him, it's not. It, it has nothing to do with the motion whatsoever. It's and, just and business. And most of the time, it won't even be me. It'll be Paulie or Shell. But or maybe Christopher. But it's just business. Yeah. And it's it's that easy for him. Yes. And, and there's no there's no regret in it. You, you, this is this is you you earn this death. 
So me and you are in agreement. Tony number one. Yeah. Who's number two? Again, uh, again, I think that this character that they're developing. You're gonna put Franklin at two. I'm gonna if they develop him correctly because he is the next Tony, where he has all those relationships, but he's taking. But I don't know what's more left to develop. He's there now. He's there, but we don't know what how how more more, more ruthless he's gonna get. get. All right. So is Franklin your two? I don't know yet. Who? What's my other choice? What's my other? Uh, Ghost, Mister White, and Avon Barksdale. Ghost works out of a lot of emotion, man. That's my only problem with Ghost. But he's, but he is. Let me tell you, I Ghost is my number two. I, because th- that motherfucker, Omari Hardwick. Even when we saw him in American yeah, yeah, Skin, yeah, 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 yeah. yo, he has a fucking intimidating with a suit. That nigga's face, when he talks to you and tells you what it is, you believe it. That motherfucker looks like he about to slap the shit. He looks like he would slap a woman. Like, he just has that fucking... Tommy, Ghost is number two for me. I just I just said it, but he works with a lot of emotion, so he's not the... He's not, he works off a lot of emotion? He's always in love and... Okay, that's one emotion, yeah. but business-wise, he don't work off emotion. But that's, he's smart and calculated. But that love interest affected the way that the he... The pussy would, affected how... Right, yeah. right. But he would probably scare me. So he's your number two? Yeah. All right, we're agreement. Number three. Uh, Who, who's left on the list? Uh, Franklin, Avon, Barksdale, and Mr. White. I got to give Franklin my number three. I'll probably put Tony Ghost Franklin. Yeah, and then I put Mr. White at the end. Five? Yeah. You put Avon Barksdale over him? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah because he, he was a teacher. He got into this. From my, and then at the end, he just kind of, he fucked up. And he, it, it, to him, it's all clinical. He doesn't want to kill anybody. He killed people only when, like, the extreme measure. Okay, so for me... Tony, agree? Yeah. Ghost, agree? Yes. Franklin, agree? Yeah. Uh, Franklin could move up, depending on what they do with him. All right. Uh, Avon Barks. We got the same list. Yeah. Avon and Mr. White. Because we looked at it kind of, I think, the same way. Right. All right. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Send in your list. Uh, Thank you again to all of y'all who told me to watch this show. I cannot fucking thank you enough. This shit is fire. Yeah. I gained weight. Yeah, wait. Yeah, I, I sat in front of my television, eating those bags of chips. Yeah. Welcome to the club, Tony Soprano. Next time, put some ice cream with some sprinkles in it. Come, this is the Macho Mother and a Pariah Shish. All right, coming up musically. Oh, we didn't say where we're going to be uh, next week. Next week, we're uh, when you're listening. When you're you, listening to this, we're in Tacoma. We're in Tacoma, um, and then Southern two weeks Kitchen, after baby. that. Two weeks after that, the second week of March, we'll be at Comedy Factory in, in B-more. Yeah, in Baltimore. The Crab Cakes, home of the, what was the rat mall? Uh, Lexington Market. Lexington Market. Are we going to go back to Lexington Market? No. <laughs> Dude, those crab cakes were good, though. Yeah, but no. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Sick Day. I think it's the song. Uh, Instagram at sick day S I C K D A Y D S A via Instagram. Same thing via Twitter S I C K D A Y D S A. Uh, Beststars.com slash sick day DSA. YouTube is sick day radio. And here it is. Enjoy. 
was all good just a week ago. Uh, yeah, it was all good just a week ago. Just a week ago. Hey, it was all good just a week ago. Yeah, it was all good just a week ago. Yeah, it was all bad. Now that nigga go up. It was all bad. Now that nigga go up. It was all bad. Now that nigga dope. Nigga all bad. Now he get dope. Nigga, fuck you, man. Call my suture in the backseat. Ooh, your head getting too weak. I can't buy you nothing. Can I fuck you raw? Can't be seen in public. You know you got a man, how you love You not finna be another bill Why you out here begging, trying to get someone to pay your bills? Nah, I just messed and dropped off, now watch that nigga peel off You ain't talking about shit, trying to move these pills out, yeah Now niggas see why you fucking all the drug dealers Real niggas, real niggas don't know nothing about nothing else Pay the bitch, Mike Phelps, I'm swimming in the pussy, good health I ain't gon' pay the bitch, you got an ass so fat If you clap it, probably slap yourself Cutting these bitches that get it. Stay with Cutting my people that get it. I gotta get it. If you gon' sleep, then you slippin'. She know that she gotta get it. Even though she walkin' with you, she really tryna fuck with me. She really tryna fuck with me. Gotta have a lot of money in your mind, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta see the vision, gotta go behind that. Bad bitch, looking like you tryna grind on it. Tell a bitch if she fuck, then it's time on it. Cause I do not got time for no love story. Can you feel it, baby?